Good evening, Mary Rabbi Sai. We're nearing the end now of Perakeh in Sharabayda Salikim, and we're finishing the dialogue between the Nefesh and the Seichel. And the Nefesh is begging to understand with the depth, the clarity of what is the approach to be able to serve Hashem properly. And the Seichel is taking him a little bit through hoops to first understand it has to be done with with the right introduction, has to be done with a plan. First, stop focusing too much on oneself. Then they can start thinking about how they serve Hashem properly. And uh, he gave the 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 heading, the the one liner, if you will of what we're supposed to think about in serving Hashem, is that it's just what we would want to do for somebody else, just what we do for someone else, what we want to get repaid back from them, so too we should understand that what Hashem does for us, we have to repay back to Him. That's the general statement. And Omer HaNefesh now, he says, I get it, could you explain a little bit more? Omar Asaychel says, I'll tell you like this. Hali al Why not bring up in your mind, All of the good that Hashem bestows upon you. First start with all the things that Hashem does good, even not only particularly to you. He does for you, with everybody else, which means all of the entire world. All of mankind benefits from Hashem, from the beauty of His creation, and from the the pleasures of the world that we're able to derive from this world. And that's universal to everybody. And certainly everything that the uh, the human body's great, uh, the greatness that Hashem created the human body with, all of the wisdom that goes into it, all of that, those are tevis that are universal not specific to any individual, but it includes you with others. And really the Chavis uh, of wrote a whole Shar before this, Shar HaBechina, which went through a lot of these aspects and these details. Then after we think about and contemplate all the things that every human being has, and we've mentioned this in the past, but one way to recognize that is with the bracha of Asher Yotzar. Asher Yotzar is not specific to one individual, but every human being needs the things to go properly, the system to work, all of the cavities to remain open, all of the the pipes and the holes to remain that way. And if anything would go wrong, oh, we know people who have issues, people have problems, it's terrible. Terrible, and it could lead to, to serious illness, infection, or worse. And the fact that things go well multiple times a day, we have a bracha to express that thanks. So that's universal to everybody. And then things that are particular to each person, person who has parnosa that's not very difficult. It doesn't have to to work long and hard hours. Doesn't tire him out every day. That's specific to him. A person who has the ability to be able to learn Torah. That's specific to him. Not everybody is privileged to do that. A person who has 
mishpacha, as a family, that where where he's where he lives, where the environment he grew up in, all of these things, and the list goes on and on and on. That's specific to him, other than more more so than others. After we think about that, then put in your mind shaat now imagine that everything that you have from Akash Baruch imagine that you are the boss and you gave all of that to your servant the, the Miknas Kaspek someone that you bought as a servant and you own him he's yours the times of the, the Torah and the Gemara where they had Avodim actually so then, you own the slave. A Kayan who buys a, a slave, even Evid Kanani, a non-Jewish slave, that Evid Kanani is allowed to eat truma, the biggest tzaddik. It, it could be the biggest tzaddik, the the kids of the Chavaz Chaim, he was a Kayan, he could eat truma. But the biggest tzaddik, Rabbi Kiva Eger, the Chsam Seifer, they're not allowed to eat truma. They're a guest that the Kayans that can't eat truma. But the Evid Kanani, the, the guy who's serving the meal, he could eat truma. Why? Because he's a, considered a property, the possession of the kayan. Now imagine this kayan or this other this boss gives everything to this servant that he bought. Now think, everything that you want, this servant, who you have benefited tremendously would you want him to give back to you? Now use that marshal to the nimshal. Use that imagination. Use that scenario in your mind that you gave so much to this person and you would expect that whatever you ask for, he should be at your beck and call. You Whatever you ask for, whatever your favors you want, he would do that for you. I mean, look how much you have given him. You give him a life. You provide him with food and clothing and shelter and everything. And and by in the case of Gadj Baruch Hu, he can give us so much more in quality and quantity, so much more than any human being can give another human being. But still you would expect and demand from this habit to do whatever you would expect and demand, be macabal on yourself, le to your creator. He was talking to us, but he's addressing it to the Nefesh here. And whatever you would consider. Yeah, whatever you would consider that Uma whatever you would consider that would be not proper for you to get from him, would be considered bad for you to get from him. So too you should say, This is not what I should do to, to my creator either. And as anything that you want don't want done, you would expect that he would obey you. This this Evan, who has received so much from me for so many years, I would expect that he would only do what I want. I would expect he wouldn't do anything I don't want. So too it is with us, with our relationship with Hashem. O Yomra, Nefesh, the Nefesh says, Have no, you see, I understand, I understand the general principles and the, the attitude. Please do me a favor. Could you break it down a little bit more? Could you give me more of the details? 
Hoinyonim Shaim Toivim Meechod Meavle Hoilam. She is Nag Bom Lavnea Doino. Kishig Malayumanatoiv. Ketsas Masha Gomlech Boirich. And here, it, as he's saying, you really can't compare what the Evid receives from the Master for what we receive from Akhandra Baruchu. I mean, it's, 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 it's incomparable. It's, it's, it's a fraction of the amount. Mayhem, Sheyavdeu Levadoi, but whatever has to be paid back, this is what has to be done. Mayhem, Sheyavdeu Levadoi, that you serve Hashem specifically. Bedibur Uvamaisa, through speech, through action. He's going to explain what that means in terms of thanking Hashem, praising Hashem, promoting Hashem's name. Pointing out that Hashem who does everything, that's Dibur. And then Maisa, taking action, doing for Hashem, doing His mitzvahs, making sure we only create Kiddush Hashem, sanctifying His name, not the opposite. It's a very interesting word. To be loyal to Hashem. To be loyal to Hashem. There's a great marshal that the Mashkiach Zogazun said used to say over from his Rebbe, Rebellion Lapian. He says, Imagine, imagine if uh, you, you see, you're walking in the park and you see a, uh, a homeless person just schlepping along. All of a sudden he stops, he looks down, bends down to pick something up. So, would you run over and see what he picked up? He probably picked up a, uh, a five cent piece. Maybe he picked up the, a little cigarette butt to get a few smokes. What, 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 what would be Khashiv that he would pick up anything, any little thing that would be valuable to him? But let's say you're walking in the middle of the, uh, the city square from the most fancy neighborhood and you see the king comes to visit. The president comes to pay a visit and he's walking all of a sudden he stops and he bends down to pick something up. What is that? You want to see what that is? So in Vayivorok David every day in Davening we say that Hashem L'cho Hashem Agadulo V'agvur V'atveres V'anais V'ahoyt Chol B'ashamayim Avoretz L'cho Hashem Hashem to you is all greatness and kindness and exaltedness and you own the heavens and you are all over the world and after all of that introduction, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the king of all kings, the master of the universe, he says, then we say, and what did you look for? Umotza, you looked for Avram Avinu, and you took him out of our custom. Umotza says, Levavoy Ne'emon Lefonecha. Wow, the king found something. What did he find? He found Avram Avinu. Why? What was so unique about Avram Avinu? You found his heart. You found Avram Avinu's heart. You found him. He was loyal to you. Avram Avinu was loyal to you, Hashem. That is what you care about most, Hashem. You want someone to be loyal. Avram Avinu was loyal. He'll fight against the entire world. Avram Ivri. Avram Avinu stood on one side. The entire society. They all went to serve and worship gods. He says, I know this is true, and I'm going to be loyal to it, no matter what. 
even if I don't have any friends, even if I don't win the popularity contest. He stuck with it. He was loyal to Hashem. And he promoted Hashem's name. And he praised Hashem. Exactly as Yosef is saying That we should put in an effort. Whatever Hashem wants us to do. Both in the public fashion. And in private. More than that, we should fear Hashem. Have such reverence for Hashem. For everything that He does for us. And be afraid. That whenever Hashem is standing before us, we should be in awe of Him. And truth be told, that's always. We're, we're made to forget that. But we really always have to remember that and keep it conscious. You know, we say, uh, as we approach now, Rosh Hashanah and Gibber, we're going to say, And the, the entire Al-Chait, Al-Chait Shechatonu Lefonecha, it's always lefanecha, because every sin that we commit is really in front of Hashem. He's right there when we're committing the sin, and that—that's what's so problematic about it. That's why it's so egregious because we're staring Hashem in the face, Kaviyachol, and we're still disobeying Him. So here, the Sheyira is that we should fear Him. The Yivchamimenu be afraid, because Mashu Emilavonov. Whenever he's standing before us, it could be it means that the person standing before him, but it's the same thing as always. Like one of those pious people said, Don't rebel against your master while he's watching you. Well, in the case of Hashem, that's always. So that's the point that the Seichel is making over here to the, to the Nefesh. There has to be an attitude of that really person first has to think, okay, how much goodness do I receive from Hashem? Everybody in the world receives from Hashem. That's one. That takes time. That takes learning about it. Thinking about it. It's not just a, uh, okay, got it. That's that's a whole process. Then we start thinking, what about individually? What do I have even greater than other people? Then I see that I was worthy of it. I was privileged to get this benefit from Hashem more than other people. That makes my obligation even greater. And once we have that, then, with that thought process, that sense of Akura Satay, we can go say, okay, now I have to see to make sure only to obey HaKadosh Baruch Hu and not disobey. And whenever I feel that I'm in front of Him, which is always, I have to honor Him with thought, with action, with speech, publicly, privately, etc. And He's going to explain, go on a little bit more in a little bit of a more subtle way. We'll hold it here for now. A good night and a good Shabbos.